0: Welcome back to the podcast. I've had a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, I took a little time off, finished up my 10-week-long, five-day-a-week strength training program, and it was really tough the last couple weeks. And then my birthday was last weekend, so I just, I was wiped out. I just had a lot going on, so took a little break. And I wanted to start off this next season with a discussion about something really fundamental in your skincare routine. I feel like everyone should do it, but very few people really recognize the benefits of double cleansing your skin. Now, I don't recommend double cleansing your skin two times a day. That feels like overkill, but at the end of your day it's always a great idea to get off any debris, any moisturizer, sunscreen, sweat, oil, makeup, what have you. That's what I wanna talk about with you guys today. So let's get into it. So when I was a teenager, I mean, We didn't really have a lot of options when it came to skincare. What did I use? I used Noxzema, which just felt so, it was like a Mentos for your face. It was too intense. And then we had Apricot Kernel Scrub, which people still use, much to my surprise, uh, on their faces. I always recommend uh, people use that on their feet and do not use it on your face at all. It has walnut shells in it, people. That's just causing scarring on your skin. It makes your skin feel thick and dense. And I digress. Regardless, apricot scrub. That's what I was using on my face. My acne, by the way, which this will be for another episode. But don't scrub your acne. You're just spreading bacteria all over your face. Example one, all of my acne scars, <laughs> uh, definitely exacerbated by the apricot scrub. Then we would use Sea Breeze, which was so astringent. I don't even remember what was in it. It was like alcohol and witch hazel and menthol and some combination of extremely aggressive ingredients, which for my sensitive acneic skin was like an absolute nightmare. It hurt so badly. And I thought, no pain, no gain, right? Beauty's pain. And then when I was having a really aggressive breakout, which of course I was after all of that, I would use Oxy, Oxy10, Clean, Oxy, whatever. It was kind of new when I was in high school. This was back in like the late eighties, uh, early nineties. And Oxy was drugstore version of our benzoyl peroxide products. I believe they still make them I haven't really checked the drugstore for a long time. Maybe I should. But um, also very aggressive. Benzoyl peroxide, very drying, very irritating. So my my poor skin. I, I just thought that I had to abuse it to make it, like, finally get in line because I didn't realize that my acne was primarily caused by a gut issue because no one really knew that gut dysbiosis and inflammation and food triggers are typically the cause of acne breakouts to the caliber that mine were, you know, I was eating a lot of sweets. So my, my, uh, androgen output was much higher than it should have been for that age. And my oils got thicker as a result. So here I am just destroying my face with noxema and apricot scrub and sea breeze and Oxy and just assaulting it. And then to add insult to injury, I'm also putting makeup on it to cover all that stuff up during the day. And then how did I wash it off? Not that well. And you know what's funny is that when I would wash my face um, or pop a zit, which by the way, don't ever pop your zits with your hands. Um, but when I would pop a zit, makeup would come out. So that tells you how well I was cleaning my face. So, fast forward, after aesthetic school, I learned a lot. We started using uh, cleansers that were more gentle on the skin. And back then, we would we were taught to cleanse our skin two times to remove our makeup. So, use your cleanser, rinse it off, use your cleanser again, which that was the prevailing wisdom. That's what we kind of had to do. We didn't really have any other uh, effective options. Uh, And then I would use a much gentler exfoliant. If it was a scrub, it was something with a rounded texture, very soft like a corncob meal type of scrub. Something really, really, really light but effective. And then I used an oil-free moisturizer because my face was so, so oily. So these days, we have a lot more options. We've got micellar water, which are these little oil molecules that are suspended in a water formulation, and they range in effectiveness and quality. Um, some of the more intense drugstore versions actually can burn your eyes. I stay away from those. I, I personally like the one that I sell, the Comfort Zone Micellar Water is lovely. Um, it It's just very cleansing, it's, it's very lightweight. It doesn't irritate your skin or your eyes. It's just very soft. And what I do is I saturate a couple of cotton pads and then I use one side of the cotton pads to remove any eye makeup I might have on or eyebrow makeup. And then the other side I use for the rest of my face. So you could, alternatively, if you don't wear any eye makeup or brow stuff, you could just use one half for the top part of your face and when you get to about mid cheek, flip it over do, you know, the, the nose around the lips, the neck and the decolletage. Don't ever forget your decolletage because this area is often neglected. And I find that a lot of women, as they get to be around my age, uh, their late forties are starting to really wish that they had focused more on this area of their body. Um, but there's not really any way to go back. I mean, you could get more like laser and professional treatments done to help to replenish that skin. But your best bet is to take care of it now prevention. Um, and then you do your cleanser, right? So you can also, there's other ways to like do that first cleanse. You could do the micellar water. You could do, I use a cleansing balm, which is kind of like a jelly, texture which I like and I apply it to dry skin apply it to my face massage it in and then I add a little water and it converts from this like gel consistency to a, a water and it looks like kind of milky watery it's lovely and then there also are some cleansing oils which are nice and the cleansing oils um, they, they should be lightweight, And ideally, when you add water to them, they should convert to a watery consistency. I feel like those are the best ones. However, um, you could use like sweet almond oil. It's very lightweight. Um, And then just use your cleanser afterwards. Make sure you rinse it completely. I would even use a face flannel or just a washcloth if your skin is not sensitive. uh, And just gently remove the oils from your skin prior to doing your cleansing step. So your cleanser should be something that works well for your skin. So if you have oilier skin and you want more foaming cleanser, definitely go for a foaming cleanser. There's nothing wrong with that. Just stay away from detergents. Don't use anything with like sodium laurel or laureth sulfate in it. You want to look for like coconut saponifiers ideally because they're much, much more gentle or just anything that's not a detergent base. And you can look on the David Suzuki Foundation website for, um, detergent ingredients that are commonly used in skincare products if you wanna cross-reference it with whatever you are currently using. My personal preference is the Remedy Cream to Oil Cleanser, which I sell in my studio. It goes on dry skin, it's creamy as it goes on, and as you massage it, it begins to convert from a cream to an oil. So it's like a double oil step, which is awesome, and it leaves this beautiful veil of moisture on your skin, but it even more thoroughly removes sunscreen, makeup, anything oil-based that might be sitting in your in your skin. Alternatively, I like to use a milky cleanser. I feel like milks are very lightweight. They're really fluid and easy to use. Pretty much anybody can use a cleansing milk. Again, simplicity is the key. Look for products that have more organic ingredients than anything else. I personally like the cleansing milk from uh, Comfort Zone, which I sell, that's the one that I use. Can you tell? I keep my skincare really simple. I don't really deviate much. <laughs> when I find something I like, I stick with it. So yeah, their cleansing milk is just wonderful. Um, and then there are some richer, creamy cleansers out there. So if that's something that you prefer, you could certainly like do your research and get into that. There's a really rich, creamy, reparative cleanser. I believe it's the Double Repair from La Roche-Posay. Um, which I've used like after a laser treatment or um, when I was traveling and I ran out of my cleanser, I would pick that one up just when my skin was really dry, particularly in the desert or something like that. uh, It's really creamy, it feels really hydrating, and it's a really great second step. I've also switched up over the years, obviously, my exfoliation game. So now I'm using more enzymatic, glycolic... Uh, combos and the results are great. My cell turnover rate is nice and high. My skin remains relatively plump. I'm also using retinol now. And then I also like to layer an oil and then a moisturizer. So my skincare routine, as you can tell, is leaps and bounds better and totally different than when I was a teenager. So I really recommend if you're not sure what would feel best on your skin or work best for your skin, you should come in and get a facial because what a facial will do is help me to really assess your skin condition, discuss your current habits, your um, how you use your makeup, what types of products you like to use, whether you like a more complex daily routine, a simplified daily routine, and we can really get into the nitty gritty. I can see where your trouble areas are, what types of conditions exist in different parts of your face, and then uh, we can discuss treatment protocol and an at-home regimen that would work well for your lifestyle and your needs. So a professional skin treatment is great if you're just getting started and you're not sure which cleansing products would work best for you, but Truly, research has shown over and over and over again that double cleansing is phenomenal for removing anything oil-based from the skin. Uh, Sunscreen is definitely included in that. So even if you don't wear makeup, if you wear sunscreen, which you should be wearing sunscreen, um, it will remove sunscreen as well. Because sunscreen is quite dense, and it can get really lodged in the pores. So I highly recommend a double cleanse in the evening. Now, you don't have to cleanse your skin in the morning. If your skin's really oily, yeah, maybe cleanse it once in the morning to remove any sweat or oil from the uh, from sleeping. But most of us can just rinse our face and then apply our essence our toner and then apply our moisturizer and sunscreen. Simple. Um, I, a couple times a week, will do an exfoliation in the shower in the morning and that will replace a cleansing step. You can replace your cleansing step with the appropriate exfoliant depending on the exfoliant. So again, a good option is to come in and get a facial so that you can find an exfoliant that works good for you. And then you can determine when you're going to implement that in your weekly routine. Yeah. Cleansing in the morning is not always necessary. A nice tepid water rinse usually does it. Um, Sometimes I'll use a clean face flannel, and I will just get that damp and run it over my face. But if I've done my workout in the morning, I always wash my face because sweat and oil has come out of my pores. I do not want to carry that with me throughout the day, so I always wash my face after that. So yeah, double cleansing. It's it's really wonderful at night. It really does pull out excess oil, pulls out excess makeup, excess sunscreen, and then your cleanser is what's actually gonna get into your pores and do the heavy lifting, but it can't really penetrate into the pore properly if you don't remove things that are just blocking its path. So in order to get better penetration of your serums and treatment products, especially your overnight products, which tend to be stronger, uh, a double cleanse is going to help with absorption of that. So you get even more benefit from your more expensive serums and treatment products that work overnight, like your retinols, your um, probiotics, your stem cell uh, serums, things like that. Things that really require clear pathways to penetrate deeply. Okay, here's your two-minute skin tip. This is how to properly remove your makeup makeup sunscreen, or tinted moisturizer. So if you're using a micellar water, you don't need to get your skin damp. You will just put your micellar water on your cotton pads, remove it. I usually go start with the eye area if you're wearing makeup. Even if you've got sunscreen on your eyes, you probably wanna use this around your eyes as well. You should be putting sunscreen on your eyelids. Take your cotton pads with your micellar water, go in a circular motion, inward toward the bridge of the nose, flip the cotton pad over and then start with the forehead and move your way down the face. Don't forget your nose. Don't forget your lips. Don't forget your neck in front of the ears, behind the ears, and then your decolletage as well. Then you're going to use your regular cleanser, whether it be a creamy cleanser or a foaming cleanser. Either way, make sure that you're thoroughly cleansing. If it's a foamy cleanser, you probably wanna be very careful not to apply that to your eye area because it can be irritating. But for a milky cleanser, depending on the weight of the milky cleanser, use caution and look at your packaging and make sure that you're not using something in your eye area that should not be used there. Um, And that's pretty much it, really simple. Uh, And then you're just gonna follow that up with your essence or your toner Uh, then I would apply my serums. I like to do my retinol at night. I use my retinol about four to five times a week. So on the retinol nights, I wait for my skin to dry. Then I apply my retinol directly onto my dry skin. And then I follow that with my moisturizer. And then on the days that I'm not using my retinol, I like to use a probiotic serum. Or I have a brand new serum that I'm trying that's a stem cell serum. So those I will apply to damp skin. So I will spray my toner, then I will apply those while my skin still has a little bit of dampness. Then I will apply my moisturizer and that's it. That's your nighttime routine. Pretty simple. So the makeup remover step, micellar water, or alternatively your balm or oil, which those can be applied as directed. Again, I use mine on dry skin, apply it to dry skin, add a little water, let it convert to a water, rinse it cleanly, then do your cleanser, follow that with your toner, follow that with your serum, follow that with your moisturizer. I think I give myself about four to five minutes in the evening to do my skincare routine, but it almost never takes that long. It's usually about two to three minutes. It takes no time. Um, And simplicity is the key here. Don't overcomplicate things. Find what works for you and stick to that routine. Uh, In the wintertime, you may have to make adjustments. You may need some more hyaluronic acid, for example. Again, go see a skin therapist. Come and see me. We'll get you in for a 60-minute facial, and then we can help to set you up with a proper skincare routine, and we can even assess what you're currently using to see if it's appropriate for your skin. So that's it you guys, the art of the double cleanse. I hope this helps. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to reach out to me. You can leave me a voicemail. The link is in the show notes. You can email me at hello@powerspa.seattle.com. At there is a contact form on my website, powerspa.seattle.com, so you can always contact me there as well. And then if you want to book an appointment, again, Online booking is available on my website, very easily book something I would highly recommend for a first time skin treatment, the 60 minute custom facial. Well, I hope you guys are having a great start to your summer and I will talk to you next